Welcome, folks, to Brand of Man Ministries, building one disciple at a time for the cause of Christ, not through any agency of man or work of man, but by the grace of God alone. I'm Pastor Will Hunsaker, and today in episode 10 of Open Your Bibles, we will continue with Paul's teaching of why God's grace in redemption is superior to any work of mankind. Very critical theme here. God's grace versus work. So this theme developed from some people in Galatia, as you recall, who were teaching a false gospel, one which added to the work of Christ for the atonement of sin. They supported Paul's position, but added other additional work that they had retained from the Old Testament, circumcision and like and, and whatnot, in order to be made righteous before God. So, so far, Paul has been fighting this, and he's provided some examples of why God's grace is superior to any work of man. We've heard that uh, from him regarding arguing personal experience. He's argued the faith of Abraham. And from last week, he argued the curse of the law, all in favor of the superiority of God's grace. Now, today in Galatians 3, 15 through 18, Paul argues this same point with a long-standing, unbreakable promise from God. This is a very short, simple message that I, if you don't hear any other ones, please retain this one. So here's Paul to the Galatians. Dear brothers and sisters, here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend an irrevocable agreement, so it is in this case. God gave the promises to Abraham and to his child. And notice that the scripture doesn't say to his children, as if it meant many descendants. Rather, it says to his child. And that, of course, means Christ. This is what I'm trying to say. God's agreement with Abraham could not be canceled. 430 years later, when God gave the law to Moses. God would be breaking his promise, for if the inheritance could be received by keeping the law, then it would not be the result of accepting God's promise. But God graciously gave it to Abraham as a promise. Galatians chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. Now, Paul here is undoubtedly referring to God's first promise to Abraham. We find that in Genesis 12 and then reemphasize in Genesis 15, where he was actually the first beneficiary of it. And his offspring, identified by Paul as Christ, was the next beneficiary of that promise. This teaching from Paul illustrates that for Christians, God's grace is epitomized in Christ. It is personified, personalized by Christ. Christians today are not Jews. We look back on the Old Testament and through the filter of Christ. So we, we review the entire Old Testament through the New Testament. 
So the emphasis from Paul is placed on the irreversible promise of God's gift of grace and that even the addition of law can't alter the permanence of this wonderful gift to mankind. It's very, very critical here. It is also significant to note that these promises that Paul is referring to, or this promise that Paul is referring to, they were not validated with a, a signature or a handshake back in those days. Instead, they were ratified in blood, sacrifice. Please read Genesis 15, verses 9 through 19, I believe. They illustrate the signing of this particular covenant. Very critical to note that, as it was a very serious undertaking is what I'm trying to say. The ratification process was in blood. So why do we need to know this? Because chapter 3 has been doing nothing but emphasizing God's grace, because that's what he's combating with these Judaizers in Galatia, and we combat them today. There's always folks wanting to add to the work of Christ. Our redemption from sin is by God's grace through our faith in Jesus Christ. It does not hinge on our keeping of specific laws, rituals, sacraments, or any other work that we will undoubtedly fail at some point. We cannot continue to keep them perfectly. Paul says that to the Romans, no one is righteous, not one. Instead, it rests on a promise that God will not break and that all who come to Christ in faith will have eternal life. His promise, God's promise, is unbreakable and cannot be altered in any way. It's not in his character. It is simply a gift he has given, and it's not a paycheck. We cannot earn it. God's promise of redemption, folks, by his grace, does not fluctuate with our daily weaknesses, of which we all have many. Once you have received his grace and are regenerated to faith in his Son, life as you know it will change, albeit not suddenly. And don't worry, your good works will follow his grace, but never before his grace, and all by his will and good pleasure. Thank you for listening, folks, to this brief message, and I pray that you retain it because his grace, as promised to Abraham, applies to all who have faith today. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you and give you peace. Next up on Open Your Bibles, we will continue with Paul's teaching to the churches of Galatia in chapter 3, verses 19 through 23 this time. We're still working on the superiority of God's grace, but this time Paul will argue through the purpose of the law. Very interesting. God bless you all. And remember, the Bible cannot mean anything different today than it did back 